Hello, everyone, and welcome to the altar. Tonight, it is myself, Ben, a.k.a. Rocky Mountain Juhadin, a.k.a. formerly based Heisenberg, and Max, a.k.a. Encaparado, with his instrument of pain. Nothing, nothing. We're not getting anything. It, you're quiet. Max, hold on. Play harder! <laughs> It's oh man, I should, oh, my I should God. have tested this. Oh God my it. God. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. You're not an idiot. That's just fucking funny. Oh, thank you. It, it, it's, this thing is so loud in person and it doesn't come through the fucking microphone. Let me just try it one more time, like full blast. Nothing. 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 Not oh, that's because the sound comes out here. Oh. Still, like, we can kind of hear the air now, but... Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> it's just a vocal mic, I guess. It's not a good instrument mic. <laughs> Sorry, we live and we learn. So I learned a really crappy rendition of the fucking Jurassic Park theme today. <laughs> I'm actually sad we can't hear this because I think I know how this is going to sound. <laughs> it, it, it sounds worse than like the meme version. <laughs> because I'm actually really bad at the recorder. Um, that was so going to be my, uh, you know, uh, election uh, intro, basically. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Fucking Jurassic Park is what so we're before at. we talk about the election, we have to be hammered. Are you hammered? I I gotta admit, I'm only uh, two G's and D T's deep right now. That's fair. So. This is like this is all I'm having for the night, just because I got to work tomorrow. So like this is my version of hammered. So. Yeah, I mean, I've been. Um, Oh, I, that's not a lot of mixer to gin. God damn it. Yeah, that's... What can you do? Like a man. Like I a man. can go to the fridge and get more. Oh. <laughs> right. Valid, I guess. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we were going to be discussing the upcoming election, which, as you know, is coming up on Tuesday. I remembered this today. Like, I knew it was vaguely in the future, but I was like, it's a Tuesday. We already had a Tuesday in November, so it should be coming up. Oh, it's next week! Cool. Apparently, the uh, the overpaid executives I work for at some company also figured that out and announced today that we would be closing, excuse me, opening one hour later than normal for Election Day, which I thought was funny that they announced this today. Like, wait, your 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 company, your uh, your yeah. Your so they announced it late. No, no, no. So we're going to be open the same, like, we're going to be open till 7, like normal. We normally open at 11. This time, this Tuesday, we'll be open at 12. Uh, okay, so for what? like Election day. I mean, I mean, I know it's election day, but, like, what's the point of opening a jewelry store an hour later on election day? Is it so you guys can vote and they don't have to give you paid time off? Mm, I I don't know. Like, here's the thing. When they do this, I'm not going to lie. The company, like, they're pretty generous. Like, if it's ever, like, even if you don't work a holiday, like, you get 
odd day of holiday pay just for the fact that there was a holiday. So, like, that hour, even if you were technically off, like, you'll probably still get paid the hour for the day. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Yeah. It's, it's, I, 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 here's keys to uh, good management. Just give your employees hours. It's fine, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. As long as you're not paying them, like, all the time to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, it's okay. I admit, so, like, when it's busy, which is, like, you know, weekends, Friday nights sometimes, evenings, holidays especially, you know, I'm moving, but, like, in the summer when it slows down, like, I literally sometimes do get paid to basically scroll my phone, which is great. Yeah, I mean, somebody's just, yeah, he's like, gotta watch the shop. I mean, since you work for, like, a public entity, you also just get paid to scroll your phone all the time, so... I uh, get paid to work from home. Okay, so wait, can I talk about uh, uh, here? I'm wondering how specific I can be. I had to 86 a group of uh, uh, public high school members. It's the only time I've ever 86 somebody. So you murdered them. No, it's, uh, it's kick them out, right? I mean, that's... That's war speak is... it's eighty six to get rid of. It also means like if you eighty six somebody that was like, you know, homicide, you killed them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, so I you, just kicked them out. That's... So Max killed a bunch of kids, yet he did not do as much damage as Alex Jones did to the families of Sandy Hook by, I'm by only saying on, things. I'm only on the hook for about two hundred and fifty k right now. I uh, that was another thing I wanted to ask. The families of Sandy Hook, they're like suing Remington, right? Yeah, for some shit. Yep. How much are they mm-hmm. suing Rem? Let me look this up. How much, uh, Sandy Hook Remington? That, that's a good question. Uh, so the the main thing is that you seventy three uh, million. Seventy three million. That is uh one order of magnitude less than what they were awarded. Yeah. Already for for the Alex Jones ruling, it's so- it's literally it's one tenth of what, um the ruling was and then they want another 2.75 trillion the weird thing about uh remington or suing gun companies is that under federal law you can't sue them for misuse of the product what they're suing them under is like some consumer protection where they had like you know advertising that was uh you know would lead to the misuse of the product basically i think um that like there, there's some little loophole um by the way i want to give a shout out to death chilada for um saying and caparato uh otter indulgence hmm. um hmm. and then they want me to do the titanic theme so if if i can figure out how to get the mic to pick up the fucking recorder i'll do the titanic theme next week oh my god we'll just start um, like oh you know what we should do you should find a way to record this Send me the MP3s, and I'll see if I can splice it in. And then for, like, every time we play the intro, we'll just play, like, a short clip of you doing a, a recorder cover of some song. A very shitty A very shitty, cover. like, totally protected by, like, remix laws or whatever it is. So. Oh, no, there's no way that uh, it could get a copyright strike. It's so bad. Uh, Death Chalot, I'm sorry you're out of alcohol. Um, John Otter is ripped on chamomile and ginger. How do you pronounce chamomile? Chamomile. Chamomile? Yeah. I have I, joked occasionally and called it chamomile. Chamomile? Um, chamomile? 
Chimabile, like Chilaquiles. Um, Indiana State Police, uh, 1086 equals an operator on duty. Huh, okay. No, so whenever I worked at bars, uh, like to 86, somebody was, yeah, they're too drunk. You got to kick them out, basically. I've never done it to a fucking high schooler at, um, but yeah, just degenerate. I, I was like uh, so angry. And I, I had to catch myself because I said, I will physically remove you. And I'm like, wait, I'm not going to actually lay hands on like some 17 year old. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm going to call security. You just need to leave. <laughs> Pretty much. Hit him with the hose. <laughs> well, that's the problem. We flooded just a month ago. Oh, like, that's right. I can't, that's I can't use the hose in there. I, I need a, a Nerf gun. I, oh, that'd be fun, actually. That would be fun. I should fun, get a Nerf, Nerf gun. gun and shoot people in the dark with a Nerf gun. That would be funny. Glow in the dark darts, too. <laughs> Ooh. Now you've got it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm letting the alcohol take effect here. So yeah, I, I think we're, we're about ready to talk about election stuff. What, I think what, so. Um, I think so. According to the polls, it's not going to be a good day for at least one half of the political coin. For the other half, it's going to be a I'm great sorry. Day. This is a threat to our democracy. This is true. Democracy itself is at stake. I wish I wish Well everything... actually we're not a democracy or a republic. So I it's wish everything different. the Democrats said about Republicans was true. I do too. Oh, they're gonna destroy the government, please. Oh, this is the end of democracy as we know it. Please. Please do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh on I just found this article literally posted um I shouldn't say literally. Uh, it was Literally. posted this afternoon on Zero Hedge. Uh, MSNBC uh, guest with Chris Hayes, Besh Schloss, went on the democ- democracy or death pitch before the midterms. Mm-hmm. Six nights from now, this is the quote, six nights from now we could all be discussing violence all over this country. There's signs that may that that may happen. God forbid that losers will be declared winners by fraudulent election officers, secretary of states, or governors, state legislatures. We could be six days away from losing the rule of law and losing a situation where we have elections that we can all rely on. You know, the foundational stones of democracy. Joe Biden is saying the same thing tonight. A historian, 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write. I'm sorry, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> if historians are allowed to write in this country. Reminds me of the norm joke. You know, isn't it great that, uh, you know, how history is written by the victors? No, it's isn't it and always the good? the guys good? won every single time? Yeah, the good guys won every single time. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> okay. Um... God, so I, I, guess I love watching. Other... I watch like five or six Norm clips every day. <laughs> they're so nice. It's they're so. Funny. Your daily affirmations uh, are Norm Macdonald stand up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Continuing the quote: If historians are allowed to write in this country, and they still have free publishing houses and a free press, which I'm not certain of, but if that is true. 
A historian will say that what is stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. Wow. That's right. If you vote for the wrong people, if you vote, if you vote wrong, if you don't vote for democracy on Tuesday, your children will be arrested and killed. According to MSNBC now. Wow. This is going to be bad, isn't it? This is going to be like a, holy shit, how did you lose this badly election? Well, okay, Michael, uh, Michael Malice makes a great point, and it makes everything so clear. Every time you see somebody in the establishment and the corporate press saying, our democracy, simply substitute democracy with hegemony, okay? Our hegemony. Mm-hmm. That's all they're actually saying. They're the Democrat Party, so democracy is when the Democrat Party is in control. They are the progressives, so when progressives control the institutions, that is uh, the correct outcome. Uh, Voting is just a means of uh, verifying the status quo. The Republicans only exist as a vestige of uh, a decadent system in which uh, there has to be opposition to good and reasonable and moral people. Um, And uh, unfortunately, they've decayed into being hyper-racists who will murder your children. Um, Because we all know who does the murder uh, children uh, murdering in Mm. this country, right? Indeed, yes. Republicans. Of course, yeah. Republicans out here ending the lives of children left and right. Especially before they're even born. It happens a lot. It's like Kanye with the uh, the art genocide uh, comments oh with Lex Friedman. Which, <laughs> that was a very difficult interview to watch. Yeah, it was. Um, and I know there's people in our Discord server who joke about, like, the Holocaust not happening. Um, but, like, my, my piano teacher growing up uh, actually, like genuinely he wasn't one of those guys that faked his tattoo and went around to high schools he was just a normal guy but he had a seven digit number tattooed on his wrist based uh because he was tattooed. He, he grew up in germany ah. uh in the yeah um and then uh like yeah <laughs> multiple uh family members and people i've known who've all you know they're only american because of 1930s germany and somehow they managed to get out so mm. it's like yeah um you, we could we could disagree about the means and the mechanism and maybe the total numbers that occurred in mm. the holocaust but there was a systematic discrimination uh and extermination of jewish people in nazi germany mm. that's not really a thing that's up for dispute unless you want to be absolutely retarded about it but the thing i always say is in turn, and and I think um, I was at like a dinner party with my mom, like my parents' friends, and they're all like, you know, very mainstream people. And I was like 15, and I was like, well, imagine, you know, if America had been cut off from the world and sanctioned, and we uh, couldn't feed our own people, and we had, you know, a couple million Japanese people in internment camps, and uh, food stopped reaching the camps in 1944 and 1945. Well, here's the thing. We Could have very put... easily happened here. And here's the thing. 
if that had happened, do you think anybody would have been like, oh, don't worry, it was okay, yeah, you couldn't, you let all the Japanese people die. It's fine. It's like, no, that's not okay. Like, <laughs> My brother in Christ, you're the one that put them in the fucking exactly. in Colorado desert. <laughs> exactly. They could grow the fucking vegetables they need to live, but you won't let them because you stuck them in the fucking desert. <laughs> I mean, so it's like literally uh, all you have to do is imagine maybe the Nazis weren't planning the extermination. I'm super red right now, too, aren't I? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, The maybe you could pretend that the Nazis weren't planning the extermination, but they had gathered all the Jews into concentration camps and ghettos and the Jews were the last people to get the food and the whole nation was starving, you know? And America was one step away from that too. We would have let the Japanese starve first. We, we, we would. And nobody would apologize about it. We would have pushed them into the ocean with bulldozers before they were even dead. <laughs> yeah. <you> just, <laughs> well, yeah, we could have liquidated them with the, uh, you know, yeah. Anyways, uh, we need Yemura here to fucking um, go on as one of one of his anti-Japanese rants. We actually. do, but he's a working man now and he doesn't have time for us. Yeah, well, we, we're going to shift earlier, right? Hopefully. So, like, the idea is that, like, I'm just, like, when I'm doing my extended hours during the holidays, I'm just not going to have time after work to actually do the show because I will not be home until, like, 8.30. So, we're going to do... Work five, five days a week? Yeah, five days a week. Okay. During, during the holidays, I'm basically working 50 hours a week, minimum. Oh yeah, it's engagement season, really. It is. Right? It's it's holiday season, also, engagement season. Also, yeah, jewelry. But it, it's just it, yeah. like it's it's buku overtime money, which I'm happy for. And what, uh, um, what percentage is engagement wedding bands versus like you know rings, necklaces? I uh, would say earrings. probably like engagement rings and just bridal shit in general probably accounts for sixty to seventy percent of our total sales. Okay, and then and then so you get the peripheral jewelry, earrings, uh, necklaces, bracelets, mm-hmm. etc. That's that's just thirty percent, pretty much. Yeah, forty to thirty wow. percent. It depends. Yeah, probably closer to forty percent in during the holidays. During the rest of the year, probably closer to thirty percent. Right. Yeah. So there's just a lot of Christmas gifts for for jewelry. I guess. And but no, I it's mean, also a good it's a big season for engagement too. It yeah. is, and like people upgrade their diamonds during the holidays too. So if you have a diamond ring, some people yeah. just buy a bigger diamond and put it in there, so mm. So it's gonna be a good season to make some fucking money. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, hopefully. I mean the the economy is gonna <laughs> Yeah. Like we've definitely been feeling it a little bit, but like the one thing we've been noticing is that like so, like, purchases under 1000 have dropped off a lot, but purchases over 1000 are also up. So, basically what that means is people have less, like, they'll spend less money on cheaper shit, they'll save their money and will buy bigger shit. They'll just buy less, but it's bigger shit. So, I'd rather have, like, one $10,000 sale than, like, seven $500 sales. Well, are you on scale with commission, or? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. whatever I sell, I get, I make a well, percentage maybe. of it. So. So then, um, okay. Uh, some comments here, John Otter. I don't know if you're in the Alter Podcast group, but you know, mm-hmm. you want to 
hang out with us. I don't know. Or or death chalada. All states should be purple. No more boother wars. I don't know about purple. Um, I think I think we should divorce, and then in blue states they can have a con- contest between the Democrat and the Green Party, and in red states we can have contests between the Republican and Libertarian Party. I'm down for that. <clears throat> I, I think there's no reason that we should have to think that. Um, well, or we, I, at the end of the day, we all need to just have individual liberty and elections don't fucking matter and shouldn't control our lives. But, uh, yeah, the idea that we're going to make peace with um, these people, like we, okay, the only way to make peace with these people, I should say, is to not have to deal with them politically. Pretty much. Uh, Having a forced political union with, these two groups is incompatible it's in the long run it's not sustainable the only way it's going to <clears throat> the only way it's going to continue to have these two political groups in a political union with each other is the forcible physical domination of the other group and i don't want that i yeah. honestly think californians should have Socialist healthcare and high-speed public rail, let them do it. And here in fucking Wyoming and Utah, we can have guns, guns and, and functioning infrastructure and actual infrastructure. Yeah, and uh, lots of white people. Oh, somebody! Oh my God! I saw the greatest tweet. Somebody's like. There, crimes, cr- the crime wave is actually a red state problem. Look at these five, uh, you know, the top ten states. Uh, that six of them are Republican governors, and then, or, or uh, for crime, and then the s- ten safest states, all of them have uh, Democrat governors. And then somebody posted the percent whiteness <laughs> of all of those ten states, and the thread was deleted. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, Vermont and Maine and uh, West Virginia, mm. yeah, mm. Wyoming. Mm. Uh, not that I have a problem. There's actually been a great streak. Uh, I was worried about um, the lack of Mexican restaurants. Growing up in Colorado, um, I love Mexican food. Word. I eat Mexican food every day. Um, and uh, it's not really Mexican food. It's it's Colorado food, but it's made by Latinos. And Mexorado. Um, and so it's uh, there's just been a great stint where in the last like three or four months, yeah, a lot of uh, restaurants have closed, but like four good Mexican joints all opened up at, like in rapid succession, and they're all doing well too. Like I'll go in the middle of like a Tuesday afternoon. Like, I'm just, like, because I, I have a weird schedule where, like, I can just go get a burrito in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I'll go, and there's just, like, full in this, like, random joint that just opened up on, on you know, like, it's not even in, like, a business district. It's just, like, in a residential neighborhood where, like, there is one building where you could have a restaurant. And it's, like, damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> so, um, yeah. A sport a taco truck on every street corner. 
like Gary there's Johnson. a there's a taco place near where I work and sometimes on Tuesdays we'll go but like any main menu item you get a burrito or a quesadilla you get a free taco on the side of your choosing and you also get a free drink every Tuesday holy tacos in Ooh. my area delicious about literally like eight, holy eight, tacos is the is the restaurant name or is the name of the restaurant yeah it's like eight dollars and fifty cents so I got like a quesadilla, I, so I, a taco, Al Pastor too was delicious. See the taco joint I used to have. Um, they had a Taco Tuesday, and this is one of the places that closed, and I was really bummed about. But they had a uh, Taco Tuesday where, um, see what was it? It's like a a dollar off all the tacos, and you know they're like handmade good tacos. Mm-hmm. And then um, if you go there during happy hour, which is four to six, you get half off all the drinks so you could get set up with like four tacos for like 10 bucks and then your drinks you could have four drinks for 12 bucks you're walking out the door 25 bucks four margaritas deep and four tacos deep that sounds like a good day i i did that every tuesday for like three years and they still closed oh Taco trucks so, on every corner, tamale ladies in every office. Yes. Yes, Death July. Exactly. Yes. yes. Exactly. That's the America I want. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I need, there's no, t- that. okay. This is my next complaint. Now there's good, you know, taco joints around town. Uh, we also need uh, tamale ladies. I have not found a good tamale source in my area. So I'm hoping that that comes through. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, let's go back to the election maybe a little Word. bit. So we should also talk about maybe uh, Paul Pelosi getting beat up by his gay gigolo for not paying him for sex, allegedly. 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 Um, they... <laughs> uh, okay, um, a couple people are confused because they misread, like, the police report. Mm-hmm. Um. It, so they were saying some people are like, why did Paul and um, I don't know what the assailant's first name is, De Pepe, De Pepe's Pepe, uh, Pepe, uh, De Pepe, uh, his both. Why did they both have hammers? And it's like, no, they were fighting over the same hammer. OK, they were grappling each other. Mm. There was one hammer. They're grappling they're both- each other's hammers, stroking their hammers. Okay, here's here's the very very simple thing that could happen. Just release the police body cam footage, which they won't do for some reason. Also, like, just... isn't isn't also a factor like Paul Pelosi isn't normally at his residence? Like, this is one of the few nights where he was actually there, and he has armed it's... security, and this guy somehow got past that, and there was cameras monitoring the residence, and somehow nobody saw what was going on. Okay, no, everything about the story just bends your mind, right? Yeah. Because it's like, okay, Nancy's in D.C., or she's campaigning or something like that. She's not home. She's servicing Barack Obama. That's what she's doing. There's that imagery of yours. It's those big, rusty battleship cannons just around Barack Obama's withered pole, just... 
You know Barack Obama is one of the few. Put those like, fucking words back in your mouth. Right I know. I, I'm going to go even one step farther. Barack Obama has a smaller dick than his wife. I'm going to say that right now. He's a micropene. That's why he who's, couldn't get laid in college. <laughs> who's uh, who's the girl's do- uh, uh, mother then? What girl? Malia and, and whatever. That... that uh, Nominal daughters of Barack Obama. Have you ever seen Barack Obama's daughters in person? This is a really good point you're making right now. They're not okay. real. All right, we're dropping bombs on this podcast. They're CGI. They're they're animated. So, uh, okay, what we're thinking of here is that a homeless nudist who is a frequent user of psychedelics and whose wife is a pedophile photographer <laughs> oh really some he's shit he's married or oh. was married or like his wife is a stranger or some shit but she's like a photographer or something and like she does weird shit with kids and it's like okay uh... so I, I should add he's an illegal immigrant but oh, he's Canadian, isn't he? He's a Canadian. Oh my <laughs> god! He's a Mapleback. There is somebody out there who is like political happening bingo who is checking so many boxes off right now, and they're getting one hell of a payday. This is honestly like I want to know what it's like in the writing room for the elite. You know? Oh my god! Like, like I knew they were getting kind of sloppy. It's really seemed like they were phoning it in with. No, so I would say the real, like, jump the shark moment was when they came out with the reality winner, that girl who tried to, like, leak the document about Trump colluding with Russia. And it was like, oh, my God, it's a huge scandal. They have information and they proving Trump was colluding with Russia. And it was like a DHS memo saying that, like, yeah, you know, probably we should look into it. Like, we can't tell, but we should probably look into it. And everyone was like, oh, this means it's valid. And it's like, no, it's just also her name is reality winner. Really? Like Wait, her legal name? Her legal name is reality. Look, literally. Okay, you're gonna step one. Open Google. Step two. Yeah, type yeah. in reality winner Trump memo leak. Step three. Press enter. Two comes uh-huh. up. Oh my god. Okay, NBC. Reality winner, a former <laughs> intelligence contractor. Who served more than four years in prison for leaking? Do they have? Oh, they do have photos of her. Okay, yeah. So she served. On... Continue. Sorry. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I, okay. Um, she served four years in prison for leaking a classified report on Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election, which was what? Like, they bought $160,000 worth of ads on Facebook? $160,000 worth of ads on Facebook completely destroyed the Clinton campaign. Eviscerated it. It sounds like uh, the Clinton campaign has some serious grievances against the Russian government. uh, I mean, they paid all those Russian spies for information on Trump and none of it delivered. Their billion-dollar campaign could not counteract the propaganda of the Russian government on Facebook. Um, Just horrible, you know, for our democracy. 
And of okay. course, they had Reality Winner on to talk about the Mar-a-Lago raid, because who else would you bring on other than what is clearly a poorly named asset in this whole charade? Reality Winner. God. Wait, okay. The pictures, can we share screen here? Let me share a screen here. Go for it. Okay. Is it, This is up, right? You can see mm -hmm. it? No, hold on. Okay. I, it just says watch stream. Oh, if I hit watch stream, that yeah, yeah, means yeah, can I can see. It. Oh, yeah, she looks like that. Yep, we're looking at the same article. Okay. Yeah, also, yeah, what does is... that say? Hot black dude's feet gets destroyed by... Uh, you might want to click that tab out. But anyway, um, so this is a reality winner. <laughs> what? Okay, come on. Don't fuck me like that. My, my tab here is uh, normal shit. Yeah, okay. Yep. It's normal. Uh, I mean, Max is certified non-homo and normal. Okay, so um, she looks like a pod person. <laughs> this is this is like an AI-generated face person right here, right? Got to be. Am I am I am I lying about that? She's just okay. like she's just like a shape. winner. <laughs> um. Oh, this yeah, you know, that's totally weird. normal for you to lack a classified document from, like, the DHS and get time served with probation or four years in probation. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah, what, what was Edward Snowden on the docket for? Like, life in prison, right? Yeah, life in prison, probably getting suicided in prison. I mean, yeah, fucking Christ. Gonna, I mean, Assange, Seth, uh, by the way, we should bring that up every week. Fucking Assange just gonna get suicided in fucking prison as soon as he gets to the U.S. That's gonna happen. The CIA just... has plans to had plans to assassinate him while he was in a foreign embassy under mm -hmm. the protection of the Bolivian government or Ecuadorian whatever it was. And uh, yeah, no, that's it's uh, Barack Obama is talking about our democracy. Imagine living in a country that assassinates and imprisons journalists. Oh, you like fucking Julian hmm. Assange? You like like a dude whose car like drove into a pole at ninety miles an hour, <laughs> magically. Fucking crazy, man. Also, lest we forget Seth Rich, who was killed for leaking information to WikiLeaks in the first place. Yes, yes. Uh, well, Seth Rich, uh, yeah, no, who was just randomly murdered. In, yeah, it was uh, a robbery gone wrong. Mugging in which none of anything. his, uh, yeah, his wallet, his watch, his phone was not taken. Mm. Um. God, it reminds me of Norm going on the fucking view and being like, oh, just like Bill Clinton murdered a guy. <laughs> They're like, you can't say that. You're, you're joking, right? Okay, let me stop this share here because we're not talking about the article anymore. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so, um, yeah, the, uh, the, okay, this is crazy, man. So NSA asset leaked Russian intelligence uh report gets thrown in prison and she was on probation until november 24 24 and is prohibited from traveling outside of southern texas that's weird how um okay i i guess to me it makes sense um 
that a city can prohibit your travel to be like you need to remain within our city a county could like a sheriff could say you need to remain within our county and a state could say you could remain within our state but how can the federal government restrict your travel within a state it may have to do with the federal jurisdiction that they have in Texas. Like it depends. I, I, Oh, the alcohol's really got me now. Um, there's probably a field office in Southern Texas that has a certain she, operational range. And she is attached and, to this field office because she's technically a government employee for the DHS. So they're like, listen, yep. we know, you know what this means. So you're going to stay within this operational jurisdiction, or we're going to send you to Abu Ghraib. Watch. It'll be something, but, Abu Ghraib, the fucking uh, the musical. Musical. Um, <laughs> um, watch it, and it'll be like it's the Uvalde Federal Office or something like that. Oh my god! I I, I should I make a clip out of the uh, my rant about um, school shootings are all secretly time travelers from the future killing ba- future baby Hitlers. Yes, you should do that. <laughs> we okay, should just have like a collection reel of like our our top like outrageous statements for our like coming up on 100 episodes we need to do some weird shit no i i i need to i need to sort through the uh um the catalog we've got uh the taliban's based mm. um we've got uh me dropping the n-word at one point <laughs> I wasn't there. What would you? you do this that? was before you, and I probably should say that that didn't actually happen. Um, okay, I won't. I won't search the archive for that one. Um, because okay. it never happened. Why would I search for it? Of course, I think so, Matt edited out because he's you know he's got like a family and shit. So he's like, hey man, <laughs> my kids yeah. are gonna grow up and watch this, and I can't let them be racist. Well, I I, I mean, last episode I did talk about how I have not gotten deleted on tumblr right which is yet yet you don't talk about trans and you don't you don't make a joke about how the reason they call it a dead name is because that's what they refer to you as as soon as you kill yourself don't make that joke Um, you shouldn't make that joke that's a bad joke so anyways (laughs) what were we talking about paul pelosi Um, right okay paul pelosi was grappling with a man. Mm. Okay, so the, story so the story so far was that a illegal immigrant from Canada who is uh, living in an abandoned bus in a gri- parking uh, or a driver's driveway in San Francisco, who does hallucinogens all the time and can't hold a job down, was uh, in his underwear having broken through a glass door in a house which is guarded by the Capitol Police um, and have security cameras. And um, when he broke through the glass uh, door, the glass shattered outwards um, onto the patio instead of inwards into the building. Um, There's photos to prove this. Um, And then was with a hammer uh, grappling uh, with Paul Pelosi uh, who is also in his underwear uh, in a life-and-death struggle, as somehow Paul was able to escape uh, momentarily and call San Francisco police and request their presence by saying that his friend uh, was here and needed help. 
and then uh, the police arrived and were led in by an unknown person, uh, which was neither DePape or Paul Pelosi. And then the police encountered these two men the grappling and fighting over a hammer. <laughs> I've seen your face before. Where do I know you from? <laughs> I do a lot of gay pornography. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then the police uh, are unable to intervene in time to keep uh, DePape from striking Paul in the head so vigorously with said hammer that he requires uh, brain surgery. Oh, it's my favorite part. And then DePape confesses to the entire crime and then pleads not guilty. Did you see this? That's this, the latest thing. So they brought DePape in and he described the entire chain of events um, where he broke in. He says he's following the lead of the founding fathers and was assaulting. Um, he wanted to hold Paul hostage until he could get at Pelosi and assassinate or kidnap Pelosi. Um, and said that was his intention in a in his depos you know in his interview. And then he goes to court and pleads not guilty to all of the charges. What the fuck? That is way worse than I thought it actually was. Holy crap. <laughs> Wait, so what were you thinking before? I don't know for sure. Like, I thought it was just like... No, I don't know. Like, I guess it's just the latter part about he was claiming to do, like, as representing the Founding Fathers. Like, it seems like they just were like, hey, listen, if you want to not get, like, suicided in prison you're gonna to pretend to be some like crazy right winger and he's like okay i'll do it i that that makes sense yeah no so this is completely forget fitting in with the narrative right that that you and i would assume is that yeah he got caught in something that he can't get out of now because he hurt paul right yeah um and so they're like okay if you don't want to get suicided in prison, yeah, then you're going to say that you're some right-winger so it can fit our narrative so we can play this up for, you know, um, whatever, you know, sympathy points we can get in the midterm or in a future election, right? Because mm. is Paul off this, like, out of the intensive care or anything like that? I have I no idea. I mean, I hope, no, I hope he doesn't survive, but personally, but, you know... <laughs> Can I say that? Um, I okay. One day ago, uh, I, I don't know what you can say. All right, um, I'm gonna say out. that I think I I hope everybody lives forever in complete peace, um, and okay. and brotherhood of mankind. Um, but okay paul pelosi husband of house speaker nancy pelosi remains hospitalized almost a week after his assailant broke into the house and attacked him with a hammer detail few details have emerged about his treatment his condition or prognosis a statement put out last week said pelosi underwent surgery to repair a skull fracture and serious injuries to his right arm and hands 
His doctors expect a full recovery. Okay, that is a prognosis. A skull fracture, and they expect a full recovery, and he's like, what, 68? No, he's not 68. He's like 82. Oh, he's like 82, and they expect a full recovery from a skull fracture? This dude has got like five years left, max. <laughs> um, yeah, he's 82 years old. He's born April 15th, tax 82. day of 1940. Oh, God, I forgot how old With all skull- these fucking people are. <laughs> That's that's why I was playing the Jurassic Park theme, or I wanted to play oh, the Jurassic Park theme. Oh, it all comes together, man. You're gonna just record it and we'll play it next time. Dinosaurs. Record man. it. We'll play it next time. Okay. Um, yeah, Paul Francis Pelosi the Senior is an American business who owns financial leasing services, a San Francisco-based real estate and venture capital firm. Um, owner of the San San. Sacramento Lions and the UFL. Huh. Anyways, yeah, he's 82 years old and has a skull fracture, and his doctors re- expect a full recovery. My my grandmother was uh, admittedly older at 96, and she had a hip fracture. And 96 and 82 are are quite a bit different. Yeah, but. but... Nobody says fucking full recovery once you're past like seventy when it comes to physical injuries. Yeah, they're much like, yeah, you'll live. It'll suck. It will be difficult, but you'll live. Skull fracture? Like his brain's not gonna fucking recover from that. (laughs) Right. Like I I, have they done the cognitive tests and stuff like it's been a week. I assume he's in a coma. I had um They're gonna announce his death Sunday or Monday. Yeah, I'm calling this right now. Oh, the right wingers okay. killed Nancy Pelosi's husband. You need to vote Democrat. Like that's totally gonna happen. <laughs> oh yeah, perfectly before the election. That's gonna happen. Honestly, and I could see that he's just in a coma, and it'd be some house of card shit where somebody's like, "Oh, let's let's push a little fucking extra morphine." Mm, and literally. yeah. Anyways, uh, the. Uh, what was I just thinking about though? The or I was I was talking about. You, you got to help me here. Uh, you, interrupt, you interrupted me with the uh, the they're gonna kill him on Monday or or something like that. You're talking about. Uh, I don't know. Okay, um, they are looking at. A huge loss in, in fall. And this, by the way, if you go to like the polling numbers, the averages from like uh, five three eighty or whatever. Oh, Nate. Platinum. What is it called? Uh, Nate. Five thirty. Yeah, Nate. Nate Bozeman. Five thirty eight. Uh, five thirty eight. The poll Nate, numbers Nate have turned. Nate Grout. <laughs> the poll numbers. <laughs> Damn it. They returned to what they were in in June, right? Yeah. Uh, which was like the GOP is going to sweep the House and the Senate. It's pretty and... solid now. Like I'm on real clear politics in the House. GOP has plus three um, for the Senate, plus four GOP pickups. Oz is favored to win in Pennsylvania. Gonna win New Hampshire probably. Nevada, Georgia. Uh, in the Senate in New Hampshire. 
in the Senate in New Hampshire. Bullduck is point three ahead. It's very tight, but in New Hampshire, that's significant. Now, let's right. look at. Go- I, I, I'm surprised for New Hampshire being the state that it is with the laws the that it has. In, yeah. Um, well, okay, there's the Free State Project makes a big difference, um, but the Free State Project doesn't support, like, a mainstream Republican like Bulldog or whatever his name is. Thankfully, no, but um, governor, too. So, like, the big thing I have been hearing is that in New York, like, Kathy Oh, Zeldin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, it's... That's big news. I'm not counting on that. Like, the fact that it's close is good, but I'm not counting on it just because, like, having lived in New York for 28 years, I know how New York operates, and the odds of Hochul winning are very good. Well, okay, um, is is that because okay, maybe this is a question that gets the fucking channel um, taken down? But is that because of the Democratic machine, or is it because of um, people are honestly like actually voting that much for? Hokel. I don't a little I don't I'm gonna a... say both. Like New York is the problem is New York City is pretty solidly blue. New York City is more than half the population of the state. Depending sure, on sure. what percentage New York City decides to turn out determines basically how much Democrats win. Oh, so yeah, if people are unmotivated to turn out in New York City, then Yeah. You know. But yes, I don't, I don't know because like I can't think of many big Senate races in New York at the moment. And like, well, Hochul Cuomo is, is Cuomo's a write-in, right? Like he's he's just no kidding. Cuomo is not even like he makes angry videos apparently once every couple of months, but I don't think he's a serious anything. But like he's gone, like no, no, the uh, or uh, sorry, uh, Schumer, sorry, Schumer. Uh, I mean, yeah, he'll probably win. He's he up for wins. vote, but, like, yeah, Schumer always wins, right? Yeah. Like, if Schumer lost, I would be amazed, but he's not. It's not happening. <laughs> um, no, yeah, oh, 538, which is, which is incredibly inaccurate, but also still the most, like... Okay, you could take pretty much any... Um, you could take any much uh, all of the polls and add like one to two percent for Republicans um, as they're reported, and that is a lot more accurate than the uh, the mainstream corporate reporting of the issue. So okay, um, I think the last time we talked about this, it was a fifty-five in a hundred chance for the Democrats. And now it is a 55 and a hundred chance for the Republicans to win the Senate. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been forecasting that the Republicans will win the house. There's almost zero chance that the Democrats are going to pick up uh, any seats in the house. Um, Losing both the it, house and Senate in the first midterm election of a president's administration the house that's like a given in, for almost every president in in a normal country it's what you would, okay with in a nor, in a true democracy if the ruling party is experiencing 9.5% uh 
you know, measured inflation. And yeah, me measured, right? Yeah. Like, that's not even the real rate. And interest rates have skyrocketed over 5% for home and car and personal loans. And then um, the crime in most cities is driving people out at a faster rate than the 1960s. Yeah. In a normal functioning democracy, that party who's in charge while this is happening does not win re-election. Normal. Okay. Normally. 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 All right. The fact that it's close is somewhat disturbing. You know what yeah. I mean? It shouldn't be close. Like this is this is a catastrophic systematic failure on all fronts. Yeah. If you if you think about there's pretty much no metric which you could say Americans are better than they were two years ago during the last election. Like, personally, I know I'm doing a little bit better than I was two years ago. Same, but it's definitely but, more expensive to live. <laughs> yeah, it's way more expensive to live. I, The fucking groceries and oh my the God, dude. gas and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, there's no American who's going to look at what they pay for gas and groceries and look at what their kids are being taught in school and look at the crime and the homelessness in their main streets and be like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. I should vote for the same politician I've had for the last 20 years. Seriously. But they do because they're fucking indoctrinated or they're not really voting at all. It's just, you know, the graveyard. Uh, going headstone to headstone and they fucking, you know, are writing in names on the registrations or whatever. Of course, which totally doesn't happen. That's a myth. It's a conspiracy theory. It doesn't happen at all. Of course. There there weren't over 10,000 people who voted in multiple swing states who were over the age of 115. That's totally you know? normal. It's okay. It's Sorry. totally normal. <laughs> okay, so now, just now... Okay. Oh, that's governorship. Um, we talked earlier about the uh, libertarian candidate for um, Senate in Arizona, right? Mm -hmm. And how he had unpromptedly brought up the age of consent. Libertarian. No, I thought, I thought I, I thought I brought this up. You've heard this, right? I. I think it was mentioned on. I think you mentioned it on the last podcast. Yeah, no, he was he was in the debate, and he, which is a good thing, but he, without without being prompted, brought up that something that the government has to decide is the age of consent, which just sounds bad to um, the average voter. Yeah, right? that's they definitely want to talk about that. Throwing back to the old school libertarian like caricature of what if the child consents though like that's well okay even <laughs> in the nineteen seventies fucking Nambla was not a major voting block for the libertarian party yeah like, um so uh, he dropped out and endorsed the Republican oh. who has. I've since learned Blake Masters has attended Mises University. That's true. He's also like, I think he's 
actually, I think I mentioned that we talked about this exact shit last time. He was endorsed by Ron Paul, actually. That's just like... Ron Paul, Dave Smith. And he's got problems, right? But, god damn it. He's way better than Mark Kelly. What do we say and about Ron Paul? He is always right. Always. Ron Paul has never been wrong about anything. Ever. In life, ever. His entire life, basically. Um, I can't think of Ron Paul being wrong about anything. If if Ron Paul was appointed, this this is the problem with libertarianism, is that Ron Paul should have been appointed the God King of America somewhere around 1968. Yep, and um, been ruling benevolently uh, upon our nation that entire time. But libertarianism in itself is is so dedicated to the democratic ideal that we won't allow that. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Um, what a perfect world we would live in if Ron Paul was our reluctant God King. As Hoppe, as, as Hoppe would uh, dictate to us, right? Or, or Hoppe would describe this beautiful monarchy which like Brazil Brazil is looking like I really really hope that this people's protest to get the military involved and keep Bolsonaro installed Bolsonaro's not perfect by any measure but like a, a another right-wing dictatorship and in the South American countries when they're all left-wing dictatorships right now would be kind of refreshing. I think we, we should, need, to, we need some diversity. It's, diversity. it's about yeah. diversity. We're just all, we're all about equal representation and dictatorship. <laughs> no, there's uh there's a great YouTube channel. If people don't check out, it's called uh what if altist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is, kind of a he's he's kind of a quasi libertarian basically like you know um i I think he'd fit in really well with us basically um and he describes basically that every governmental organization until the 1700s was authoritarian right like that was like there's no government you could describe before 1700 that wasn't authoritarian right Okay. Like the rest of the political spectrum did not exist physically before then. Maybe there's some small exceptions like uh, San Marino or Monaco or something like that, but it, those are cr- incredibly rare um, and very small. And it wasn't until the Industrial Revolution that you got authoritarian left governments. Um, and it was. Basically, the rule was if you were pre-industrial in the indu- during the Industrial Revolution, you get an authoritarian left government. So China, Russia, South America, etc. Um, and so uh, the rule also goes for... Um, and we shouldn't say that, uh, you know, the UK and France and... America and Belgium or whatever were perfect uh, uh, libertarian right-wing governments in 1940 or 50 or something like that, because they weren't. 
but generally they were a little bit more towards that you know the the classical uh classical liberal um in the 19th century and we've been trending towards like a centrist um neo-fascist government basically since i don't know i want to say 1970 right since we got off the gold standard that was the first step yeah um so anyways in in economically developed countries the u.s the uk france spain portugal germany norway sweden poland and now russia when shit hits the fan and there's a revolution and there's political upheaval you're going to get a right-wing authoritarian um and i think brazil is developed enough that they uh, chile for example why did chile get the only right-wing dictator in south america they were the most developed country in South America. This developed true. countries with wealth go right-wing authoritarian. We are going to get a right-wing authoritarian government in the West, basically, at some point. Interesting. Um, we're too rich to go communist. This basically. is true. Yeah, that's, that's a very real thing. Um, so when the problem is is that we we're going to experience such extreme economic hardship already at 4% interest uh federal funds rate got raised today or 2 days ago whatever it was 4% interest rates for the federal funds rate the interest on national debt exceeds that of the department of defense in the united states right now it's the first time in our lifetimes just wow. happened in the last couple of days. Do those numbers even matter anymore? Like, nobody acts as if they matter. I kind of just treat them like they don't matter, honestly. Like, it's bad, obviously, but, like, if everybody just acts like it doesn't matter and it doesn't do anything, like, it's kind of But inflation, inflation is real. Oh, inflation's like, real, yeah. People, I just mean, people like... People are feeling that inflation today, and when Germany experienced hyperinflation they got a right-wing authoritarian dictator true and i know specifically what i was referencing was like the amount of debt like nobody cares about the amount of debt it seems like nobody pays in any mind and of course inflation is real just want to you know okay yeah yeah no i i get your point there on like nobody cares about the debt but legitimately uh the the trend in history is a developed economy like our own when shit hits the fan and inflation goes out of control um people there there's going to be violence in the streets like the last two years hmm. and then there's going to be a Reichstag fire in which the political opposition is either go co- uh, goaded into or legitimately attacks the center of power. And then there's a sweeping democratic victory. Hitler? Hitler was democratically elected in Germany. He legitimately won the popular vote. Mm-hmm. 
which is what would have happened with Hillary Clinton, but thankfully, popular vote doesn't matter. So, um, I think um, America, as a well-developed, wealthy country with a history of free market liberalism, is looking at... The, like I said, the, the only political solution to maintaining this system is uh, force over another. Like, I, I do believe, or I, sorry, I was making fun of the Democrats for saying democracy is at stake. At a certain level, they're right. Here's hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping they're right. Like, I do too. Things have been so mismanaged for so long. I think I have a I have a really popular post on Tumblr that says like our country has been run by really old people who don't have to deal with the consequences for a really long time. And so Something's we're looking gotta at give. Something's yeah, gotta give. When like the federal government's not gonna like they're they're not gonna have a choice because. The Saudis don't treat us as a reserve currency anymore. They're not trading oil and dollars anymore. The petrol dollar is dead. Mm-hmm. It's over. The American empire died as soon as the Saudis decided they are not trading oil for dollars with China. That was the biggest moment that, like, le- legitimately, it was bigger than 9 11. Okay. Because that was the economic basis for the last 50 years. Yeah. And Biden fucked that up. Um, not saying that it was a good thing in the first place, but Biden failed to keep it going. Mm. And the dollar is going to be in free fall, and we're going to be fucked. And the end result is going to be a right-wing authoritarian dictatorship in America. Yep. If, if we remain a single country, which I hope we don't. We probably won't like what remains of the United States will become a right wing dictatorship and there will be lots of smaller nations that, well, here's to the Rocky I, uh, Mountain Alliance. <laughs> you and me. Yeah. No, we're, we're all about the Rocky Mountain Republic, you know, or, um, we're going to be the West Switzerland is what I would want. Idaho, Utah, Wyoming, Colorado and yep. Montana. And Montana, yeah, no, Montana, Montana belongs. And mm-hmm. hell, let's bring in, let's bring in Alberta and BC. Or yeah, we can do that. You know the 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 part of BC that's mountains, right? Vancouver yeah. can fuck off. Yeah, Vancouver they can will, we will declare jihad on Vancouver or Washington. Yeah, <laughs> I got my geography mixed up a little bit. There. It's it's Canada. It's not real anyway. Yeah. I need to go ski Canada. By the way, I'm going to come out to you and I'm going to um, ski Utah and I'll I'll take you skiing. I will die, but yes. You don't? No, you'll be fine. Okay. Actually, I do want uh, to ski I, over snowboarding, to be honest with you. So. Wait, okay. Do, do you do either right now? No, but I think I'd rather ski. No, you want to ski because everywhere allows skiing. Snowboarders are kind of like the um, the colored person of of the snow sports. Oh, okay, um, I got gotcha. you. They're they're not allowed in certain areas. Actually, legitimately, 
Utah is one of the few great places that still practices uh, segregation. Oh, um, Alta and Deer Valley do not allow snowboarders within their. I actually, resort. so I'm pretty good friends with somebody who's actually part of Ski Patrol for Sundance. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. I actually Sundance know a lot of like... people who work at Sundance. Now that I'm thinking about it. So. No, bro. I'll I'll take you anytime. And it's but here's the thing. Like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come out to your place. I'm gonna stay at your place, and then I'll I'll uh I'll I'll get you into the winter sports. Sure. I I know your, you know, uh, Semitic blood maybe <laughs> is averse to the snow, but um, it's Listen, a great. Listen, my friend. I lived in New York. You know what we do in New York. We watch the leaves turn and we shovel snow. That's what we fucking do in New York. That's it. Well, why why aren't you at fucking Lake Placid skiing? Uh, because it's for douchebags. Not skiing, okay. Lake Placid. Yeah, like, okay. But, no, there's plenty of nice resorts in, in, in oh, New York. Oh, I have been to Lake Placid. They have some lovely restaurants. It's for douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> Take East Oregon too. Yes, Death Gelada. You're right. Uh, Greater Idaho should take East Oregon up this to the Cascades. We can do that. Maybe East Washington too. Yeah, and then so the Rocky Mountain Republics will need a port access. I think we can go through Arizona, New Mexico, down to the Gulf, uh, the Baja Coast. That Probably would be do that. Or I mean, we could just have like a trade union with Texas. I'm sure Texas will form a trade union with most. Entities. Honestly, uh, yeah, I think I think Texas would be open to a free trade agreement with the Rocky Mountain Republics. Or we um, just invade Western Oregon and purge it. Oh, HB Nana, thank you but, for the bless you when I sneeze. Sorry, Max, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, but legitimately, like, I see uh, there's there's this false sense of national unity because we all speak the same language in the United States. It'll but make travel easy. It makes travel easy. Here's the deal though, like I've been to Europe. There are uh, Switzerland, so it, in particular like Switzerland's my favorite country on earth. Um Switzerland speaks French German, Italian, Romanche. They have four different official languages. And they're not unified by language or ethnic identity. They're unified by being the free people in the mountains. Okay? They're not part of the French Empire. They're not part of the German Empire. They're not part of the Italian Kingdom Empire, the Fascist Republic. They're not part of the... Um, they're not. They're not Nazis. They're not fascists. They're not. You know the Poilu socialist French. They are Swiss. They are classical liberal, and they are live and let live, and that is the exact same culture that we have in the mountains of the American West. Okay. Um, and I've, I've been to France and Belgium and, and um, Germany and, and Italy and, and all that. And I, like, yes, those are great places and I love to visit them. 
Switzerland, I genuinely felt like I was back in Colorado or Wyoming or something like that. And as a Maybe bonus, too, Denver, for my but... state, Utah, we already have our own gold back currency. So, really? It's called the Explain gold back. That. The Utah gold back. Utah gold back. Okay. Pretty much exactly what it sounds. Let me look this up real quick. I know oh, there was. So, uh... there is, so, Wyoming also has the gold back. Really? Um, I know Wyoming has the best uh, crypto laws in America. So you actually get a physical gold back. Like... Wyoming gold backs, new for 2022. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, gosh, the art is amazing on these. So, like, they're actual bills that have, and, like, for like per, like ounces of gold, like one one thousandth, one two hundredth, one one hundredth of gold in them. So, okay, the exchange rate's been going down, but um, that's because the gold market's been ridiculously manipulated by uh, central banks. So right now, as far as like, I'm on like a, a different website, but there's the Nevada gold buck as well, the Utah gold buck, the New Hampshire gold buck, the Wyoming gold buck. Cool. Okay, so all I the guess... mountain states are already on the gold standard. Then the all, gold all we need to do is adopt it. That's yeah. that's what we no. call the gold buck commonwealth. <laughs> Maybe so. I th- I think the the mountain republics. Um... Mountain republics is better. New Hampshire could get in on that. They have the mountains. They have the uh, Adirondacks. Yeah, they could be our East, eastern enclave, um, in a sense. I uh, no like we we encompass a great territory. We've got all of our own um, everything fossil <laughs> resources: coal, oil, uranium, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got salt. Yeah, uh, we've got great defensible terrain. Mm-hmm. Like literally, okay. You think you think it was difficult for the uh, United States Army to occupy Afghanistan? And, uh, you know, implement the uh, uh, Kabul regime over the entirety of Afghanistan. Imagine doing it over about 10 times the area. And over mountains that are twice as tall with a populace that is well... okay. People make fun of how fucking uneducated people, uh, you know, like Republicans are. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You it, it like okay, like growing up in in like the Denver suburbs, it, it was like, um, you know, oh, Republicans are like these illiterate hillbillies and stuff like that. Republicans, compared to the global, compared to the average Taliban. Are, are fucking like doctorate level people, right? Like, we, yeah. He, the average American is has a doctorate compared to most people in the world um, and is incredibly well read and knows history to a, a good degree. I make fun of Americans a lot, but like, you know, we are. You have to. Uh, <laughs> we are pretty intellectual compared to most people. And. Um, you combine that with the fact that we have average American is not exactly intellectual. (laughs) 
No, they they haven't uh, read uh, Debussy or um, or Tocqueville. Tocqueville. But like our capacity for okay, our entire generation who's raised on like Call of Duty and Total War and you know all those video games, we immediately have like a like a uh tactical and strategic education that is greater than what any general in the civil war had mm-hmm. or in world war one for that matter like if you if you play grand strategy games i'm not kidding about this the the fucking the the graduates of west point have lost every single war since world war Two. okay <laughs> Yeah. We, if you play grand strategy games and you can like finish a campaign, you can beat a campaign, you should consider that that you are actually more qualified than a West Point graduate oh at God. strategic matters, okay? That's a scary thought, but I mean that's kind of what you expect. Our military our military is absolutely decadent and incompetent. I like they they couldn't be illiterate goat herders <laughs> i'm sorry to any military veterans out there. yeah they they yeah, didn't agree yeah. with us they'd be like yeah, yeah well no metric dudes in black pajamas the pajama people man all right so we are coming up almost on like we're past an hour and a half so oh, really? I'm thinking, okay. yeah, this has been a good episode, but I think it's time. Okay, the Republicans are going to sweep yep. uh, the election, uh-huh. as everybody uh-huh. would expect. If the Republicans don't sweep the election, it would be odd. It would be very odd, but I guess we'll see. Paul Pelosi I, I should will... say I say odd, but it, um, if the Republicans don't sweep the election, it would be very concerning to the reality of a free and fair election because there's no metric by which the opposing parties should not win. Exactly. And um, Nancy Pelosi's husband will probably either be pronounced dead or in a coma at some point on Sunday or Monday. So I like this prediction. I do like um, this prediction. And if not, I'm wrong, too not bad. Not because I encourage the death of anybody, but because... No, of course um, not, but because Democrats are that desperate to win the election. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. Minecraft. In Minecraft, Paul Pelosi will get a extra five doses of morphine. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you for joining us tonight. We are both sufficiently hammered, I think. So we're going to go get some brain surgery. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen stay safe and as always taxation is theft taxation is theft theft